Welcome to Series 2 of the Tim Hill Podcast. In the last series, I took you all the way from my birth, right up until the present day once I'd retired and some of the adventures that I'd gone on. In this series, I'm looking at going back and looking at some of the other amazing adventures that I'd had and going a bit more detail. Thank you for listening. Welcome to Episode 2 of Series 2 of the Tim Hill Podcast. In this episode, I'm going to take you through half a dozen trips that I took to Morocco and what happened on those trips. It's quite interesting how they went. This happened early in 1998. A friend of mine had his own business. He was driving his own truck and he was doing work down to Morocco. I'd just finished a contract with the agency and they were just giving me odd dates here and there. So I said, I'd, um, yeah, no problem, I could do that for you. He was going to go off to India to see family out there and one thing and another. And I was going to do six trips for him. He said there would be about two weeks a trip. Um, it should go fine. You know what you're doing. You've done it before. So off I went. So I picked the truck up which was a DAF space cab. It had a 330 horsepower engine in it and it was uh, just two axles. I went down to Enfield, which is in North London, picked up the trailer. The trailer was a step frame trailer for hanging garments and I was taking down raw materials, generally um, loads of fabric is what we took down there and we were bringing back hanging garments. So I picked the trailer up and I went down to um, Portsmouth and I got the ferry across to Caen, across the English Channel, to France. And I was going to drive down through France, down into Spain, down to Algeciras, which is in southern Spain, and it's just opposite Gibraltar, and across to Morocco, to Tangier. So the first trip went fine. Picked the trailer up. Drove down to Portsmouth, booked in, got all my documents sorted out, got on the ferry, which was uh, the overnight ferry, so I had my break, came off for the ferry at Khan, and off I went. I drove down through France, and I went down through Bordeaux. I had a, the first stop I had was just uh, at Angoulême, got onto the National 10. We was using the national roads to save paying tolls. If you use the motorways in France, they charge you a toll. And it's quite expensive from going from northern France all the way down to southern France. So to save money, we go on the national roads, which is just as good. And there's plenty more places to stop. Got down to Anglem, had a break there for, for 45 minutes or an hour. Carried on. Got down to Bordeaux, was the next stop. Went to the BP truck stop at Bordeaux. Caught up with a couple of mates that was on the same sort of work that I was doing. And we run down then, down into Spain. And we managed to get down as far as Burgos. So we stopped at Burgos for the night. And the following morning, we got down through Madrid. So you, you skirt around Madrid. You go down Toledo onto Granada and then down to Malaga where it's on the, the south coast of Spain along past Marbella 
around to or around past Gibraltar and then round to Algeciras which sits on the opposite side of the bay to Gibraltar and we got to Algeciras late Saturday night uh, we waited there overnight and then we got the ferry across to Algeciras on the Sunday morning and we were over there for about lunchtime we got our papers put in and then we waited until Monday before we were cleared to be able to go and tip out. In the morning, the agent came round, took our paperwork, and we sat there for the day. It normally took a day to clear to go in. So he came back the following morning with the paperwork, said, you're all clear, um, and then you go off and you, you tip your load out. So my first drop was in uh, Rabat. So I drove down to Rabat, and the road from Tangier down to Rabat is a bit snaky. It goes over a bit of a pass through, I think it's a corkwood, something like that. Um, and it's all dusty and it's sort of semi, you're sort of heading down towards the desert, really. It's a bit dry at that area. But on either side of the road, there's big type of greenhouses and apparently they grow bananas there. So I got down to Rabat and I, I tipped the load out then they gave me reloading instructions down in Casablanca. I went to this factory in Casablanca and they were going to start to load me on the Thursday morning. So by the time that I got finished loading, it was Thursday night. And Friday morning, I drove back up to Tangier. Once the trailer was all sealed up and everything with a full load on, got into Tangier, did my paperwork, cleared out and it's quite interesting going out of Tangier at that time because of the migrants trying to climb onto your trailer and there's there's, there's a real cat and mouse game with the the police and the, and the port authorities trying to chase these guys off and you sit there and you, you, you feel a little rock in the cab and you're thinking hello what's going on there and um, you see one of the, the, the guards and you give him a nod and he'll come over with his mates and they've got the torches out and they'll generally drag one or two of these herbits out from underneath your, your trailer or underneath your truck. They'll normally be hanging over your axles. Very dangerous. And then just as you're going to get onto the ferry, there's like a span bridge that goes across onto the ferry. They stop you there and they do one final sweep underneath your truck and on top of your truck as well because these guys do anything to get onto these boats um, and they'll, they'll generally drag another one or two out and then you get onto the ferry and then you get across to Algeciras and then you're ready for the drive back up uh, the following morning so you, you leave there on Saturday morning and you can at that time you could drive up through France on a Sunday if you were within 10 hours of your your home port so that was it managed to get back up and you, you generally get back up in uh, to, to London on the Tuesday morning as a general rule drop your trailer off in at Enfield you'd have a day off or two days off you pick your trailer up on a Thursday and then you start the trip off again so that's what I did the first trip went fine no problem at all down and back in 11 days I had a couple of days off sort myself out, ready for the next trip. So once I got the truck filled up with fuel, I went down to Enfield, I picked my trailer up, 
This time I was loaded for Fez. Fez is almost up into, as you're just going up into the um, the Atlas Mountains. So I thought this is going to be a really good trip. So I put the trailer up and then off I went. And this was on the Thursday, sort of lunchtime-ish, I picked the trailer up. I bimbled down to Portsmouth. I was getting the, the 10 o'clock ferry out of Portsmouth over to Carn. Uh, so I'd be in Carn for sort of six-ish on the Friday morning. That all went sweet as a nut, no problem at all. Set off on a Friday morning, heading down through France. Usual stop off down in Angoulême. Usual stop off at the, the BP truck stop. Um, because I was quite ahead of time, I thought I'd, I'd stop off at the BP for the night, see if any of my other mates was driving down that way. Set off on a Saturday morning from the BP truck stop at Bordeaux, down through the forest, down through a run, stopped off at Burgos for my lunch, and then drove on then down to down past Madrid to Grenada and got around to Algeciras pretty much late that um, on a Saturday evening and then got the ferry across on a Sunday morning across to Tangier. Saw the agent, gave him a paperwork um, and he came back on, I think it was the late Monday afternoon and said I was clear to go. Um, I wasn't going to drive at night not through the uh, the road that you go down to Fez. The main reason you don't drive at night in Morocco is you get an awful lot of unlit vehicles on the road and it's very, very dangerous. I mean, there's donkey carts and all sorts of things, so you just don't drive at night in, in Morocco. So I was going to leave fairly early the, the following morning. So off I went. I got down to Fez, I suppose it was about middle of the afternoon, on Tuesday, tipped out in Fez, and my reload was just down the road at Meknes. So I managed to, I'd already been through Meknes to get to Fez, so I'd gone back to Meknes, and I was reloaded, and they were pretty quick there. They got me all loaded up, and I was ready up quite late Thursday evening. I stayed there overnight, and then I, I left early on the Friday morning back up to Tangier. It was the middle of the afternoon when I got back to Tangier. I managed to find the agent and give him my papers to clear out. Unfortunately, it took a little bit of time, and I didn't get away until the Saturday morning. The time my papers came back Saturday morning, I got a ferry sort of almost lunchtime, I guess it was. And the drive back up, once I got out of Algeciras, wasn't uh, too bad, it was fairly uneventful really. So I drove up and I managed to catch the ferry late Sunday night back to Portsmouth. Monday morning I drove back up, I, I managed to tip the trailer out on the way back and I dropped the trailer back in the yard on Tuesday morning. I was ready to go back out on the Thursday. On this particular trip, the third trip, I'd arranged with Dave. Dave was going to come with me on this trip because he was between jobs uh, and he had nothing better to do. He was my best mate and occasionally he'd do this, he'd just drop everything and come on a trip with me. So I picked Dave up on a Thursday morning, we went to pick the trailer up, we got the trailer and we drove down to Portsmouth and we got the, the 10 o'clock ferry over to Cannes, no problem at all. Drive down through France was fairly uneventful, 
we had a nice time. We stopped off for lunch. We stopped off at the BP. Um, we decided that uh, we'd stop at the BP on the Friday night uh, in Bordeaux. And then we moved on on the Saturday morning and we got down to Algeciras. Um, I think it was late Saturday night. On the Sunday, we went across from Algeciras across to Tangier. When we arrived in Tangier, we found the agent, gave him the paperwork, and he said, oh, you'll not be cleared until at least tomorrow morning, which was the Monday. We said, not a problem. We'll, we'll enjoy ourselves. We'll go and do a bit of sightseeing. So what I did was I took Dave and I showed him around the sook. Um, there's a big sook in Tangier. It's quite fun when you walk around there because because of Tangier you get quite a lot of tourists uh, coming in on the tourist ships and, and the, one of the main things that they go and see is the sook which is like a big market and it is a big one and there's all sorts of selling crap down there. You get your your genuine copied Ray-Bans, your, your genuine copied Gucci handbags, genuine copied Rolexes and all that sort of thing. So we had to wander around the, the sook and you always, always get pestered to, to death with the, uh, the sellers down there. There's always somebody who wants to sell you something. And uh, I learned a phrase that I used to use, which was, uh, I say, la, which is no in Arabic. And if they don't take no, for then you go, la, emshi. That's no, go away. And, and, they, and they keep pestering you. They usually get a little bit angry, like, la, empty, uh, and they generally clear off. And we whirled away several hours in the sook, which is the, the, like the big market. Uh, we decided we'd go and have some lunch. So there was a club that we used to go to that um, all the drivers pretty much use. Uh, it's quite a famous club in Tangier. And they serve, you could, you could buy beer there and, and, uh, and get a really good bill, really cheap. So we went and did that and we were sitting there for two or three hours having lunch, quite enjoying ourselves. We got back to the truck and um, he said that the papers will be here tomorrow morning. So yeah, all right. We're working on Moroccan time so they could be here any time before lunchtime. Anyway, uh, he came back on the Monday morning. It must have been about 10 o'clock for the papers. Woohoo, result. And we had a couple of tip outs on the way down. We were going to... Rabat first and then we were going to go to Casa and then we we're going to come back across to Magnes for our reload. So it was a really pleasant run down. We got down to Rabat, we tipped out the stuff for them. We went round to or went further down to Casablanca, tipped out there, spent a night in Casablanca, went to Rick's Bar, that's uh, reputed to be quite famous from um the old film with Humphrey Bogart, Casablanca. The following morning, we went over to Magnes, once we was empty, and we started to reload. It took them all day to load the trailer at Magnes, which was fine. We, we again took the opportunity to lock the truck up and, and go and do a little bit of sightseeing while they were doing that. We found a nice place to go and have a, a spot of lunch in Magnes, not far from the, the factory. We got back to the factory in the afternoon and uh, unfortunately they were still loading. So we decided that we we're going to spend the night there because there's no no way we're going to drive back up to uh, to Tangier on the roads around there. They uh, 
they're quite dangerous at night time. So the following morning, we left fairly early once we because we all sailed up the night before, and we drove back up then to to Tangier. We got up there sort of middle of the afternoon, put our papers in. That was it. We were cleared the following morning, got a ferry back across, and had a really nice drive back up through Spain and France. Caught the ferry, back in on the I think it was the the Monday morning, went and tipped out. I'll have dropped the trailer off on the on the Tuesday morning, ready to go back out again on Thursday. So that was it. Three trips, no problem at all. All went sweet as a nut. My fourth trip, uh, again, was pretty uneventful. I had, uh, I went and picked the trailer up on a Thursday afternoon, drove down to Portsmouth, got a ferry across to, to Cannes, drove down through France again, down into Spain, got down to Algeciras, had to wait for a ferry, got across to Tangiers, and this time I was loaded for again for Fez and Meknes, so managed to clear out, get down there. Um, by by this time, I'm I'm really getting to enjoy going to Morocco. It's a fascinating country. There's lots to see in uh, in Morocco, particularly when you go inland a bit. Once once you get away from Tangier, Tangier is it's a funny old place. It's a, it's a little bit touristy, and you're always getting pestered by people. But once you get down into to places like Rabat, Meknes, Fez, they're not quite so touristy. Although Fez is, is quite an interesting place. It's where they do an awful lot of tanning. It's famous for its tanning of hides. And I did get the opportunity uh, while I was in Fez to go and have a look at the, the big pots where they, they're, they're doing all this tanning and the cleaning. It smells a bit, however... It's quite fascinating, and then the colours of this place is really good. So this this trip, I, I tipped out, uh, and again, managed to get reloaded, stopped overnight in Meknes. By now, having been there a few times, I, I knew the score there. I could go to the, they've got a big souk, big market in, in Meknes. So I went to that, have a, a, a wander around. Didn't get bothered too much. You always get the, the, the sellers of saying, uh, buy this or buy that. Nah, I don't want it, thanks. And then I left the following morning, got back up, papers in, had to wait till the following day, it was a Saturday, to finally get my papers. And then uh, it's good going out in the daylight because you don't get so many of these guys trying to jump on your trailer. You get inspected again, obviously, when you're in parked up in the, in the yard waiting to go. Once you get onto the, just before the link span to go onto the ferry, the guys will come round and they'll do a thorough check of, the, of your, your truck. They'll even go inside your cab just to make sure that you're not trying to smuggle any of these little buggers out. They'll go underneath your trailer and they go on top of the trailer. They check the custom seals on the trailer to make sure that they haven't been tampered with. They'll just double check your customs paperwork just to make sure that that's all in order. You've got the right stamps on and everything, and they've they'll check your passport to make sure that you you've got your exit stamp on that as well. And away you go, you, you drive onto the ferry, back across to Algeciras. It's, it's only a couple of hours to get across to to Algeciras, across the Straits of Gibraltar, and then you start the the long old drive back up um, 
than getting a ferry on the, normally on a Sunday night out of Cairn back into to Portsmouth on a Monday morning go up to wherever you're going to tip out that day and then go and drop the trailer off on the Tuesday morning back in at Enfield and then on the Thursday again go and pick a trailer up drive down to Portsmouth down bump 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 so my fifth trip again no real issues I'd gone to um, I'd had a few places to go I'd, I'd Rabat I'd Casablanca again I had a couple of places in Casablanca and I actually reloaded Casablanca this trip and I was back up again it went as sweet as a nut there was no trouble at all on this one it all went according to plan so I got back up on the on the and dropped my trailer off on the Tuesday and my last trip the sixth trip I was going to take Sandra with me Sandra was my late wife Sandra had booked a couple of weeks off work and there was no thought about it not going right. The, this trip, the, the five trips I'd done previous, had gone according to plan, down and back inside 12 days, a couple of days off, ready to go out again. So Sandra was going to come out on the sixth trip. The trailer, we went and picked the trailer up, no problem at all. Drove down to, to Portsmouth, got across on the ferry, no problem at all. We drove down, took our time going down. We, we stopped off at a couple of nice places for, for lunch and dinner. Stopped overnight down at Bordeaux. Went off on a Saturday morning, drove down again. Got into Algeciras late on the Saturday night. Crossed on the, the ferry on the Sunday morning. Papers in. Not a problem. And then there was a problem. Things are start, slowly starting to unravel on this trip. The first thing that happened was we got delayed. We didn't get our papers back until it was almost last thing on the Monday afternoon. Which was a bit of a, bit of a, a, bit of a blow because we're normally getting, away, getting the papers on a Monday morning uh, and we're heading south to go and tip out. And I've got a bit of a long run this one. I've got some Fez, Meknes and reloading Casablanca. So we went off on the Tuesday morning. So I'm all sort of half a day late getting away from Tangier. We've driven then down to Fez. Uh, we went to get unloaded. Unfortunately, they'd just stopped for lunch. And they normally stop for an hour or two for lunch uh, in the loading bays down there because it just it's hot work so we were kind of delayed getting unloaded there by the time we got over to Meknes the the factory had closed for the day so we had to wait till the following morning which was now Wednesday when we should have been in uh, Casablanca loading unfortunately they took a long time to unload this trailer and we were hanging about and hanging about and I, I rung in and I said look We've been held up here, bloody bloody bloody. Anything you can do to jilder these blokes along. Unfortunately, there's nothing they could do. The knock-on effect was that unfortunately they had to give our load to somebody else, and we then had to wait for another load to come up. So this has now taken us into Thursday, 
and we're sat around waiting for a load. Now this is this is starting to become an issue because Sandra was due back at work uh, the following Tuesday. Anyway, we finally managed to get a load on Friday, by which time it was going to be too late to get us back into London for, for Monday. Fortunately, uh, my mate had, was down in Casablanca and he had some friends down there and we were in Casablanca and he said, right, what we'll do is um, we'll get the load on, we'll get across, I'll drop you off in Gibraltar you can fly back. So this is what we decided we were going to do. But in the meantime, uh, he said, while we're waiting for, for the load, um, I've got family, some friends that uh, want you to come around and have some lunch with them. So this is what they did. They took us around to, to this, this family and it was traditional Moroccan and it was absolutely fabulous. They, the whole family gathered around in this room and let's see if I can describe this room. It was a it was a large room, and around the edges was like cushions, and it was just a, a flat floor with a proper old Persian rug on the floor, which was really really lovely. And it just went through into a, a sort of a a backyard type kitchen, and uh, the women in the house they did they cooked up uh, this massive great big pot. Um, a, a vegetables, couscous, and there's about two or three chickens stuck in there, uh, and they were feeding us, uh, or whatever. They were giving us this mint tea. Now Sandra never took sugar, but this sweet, it, it was really sweet mint tea, and she didn't want to be rude, so she was drinking this stuff, and it um, it made her quite quite ill, really with a full-on migraine-type headache. But, I mean, she, she held it all in, and we had this meal there. It was absolutely fantastic. We went back to the truck that night, stopped on the truck, finally got loaded uh, and cleared on the Saturday morning, and we drove back up to, to Tangier, got a, a papers put into the customs, and um, finally got cleared. I think it was uh, late, late on a Saturday evening. And we managed to catch a, a ferry across to Algeciras. And my mate, he dropped us off. Um, we got into Gibraltar. We, we'd already pre-arranged to get a hotel there for the night. And we ended up actually staying in Gibraltar for two days. We didn't get away until the, to the Tuesday. So Sandra had rung in and she got an extra day uh, in at work. But she'd never, ever flown in her life. And she was absolutely petrified of having to fly back. But while we were in Gibraltar, we managed to go and do a little bit of a tour. So we did the uh, the caves. We went up the, the cable car to up on top of the to the hill there to see the rock apes. I commented that they I thought they were uh, the RAF regiment. Uh, that didn't go down too well with <laughs> some some of the RAF regiment that were actually visiting at the time. We went and saw um, Salamanca at Path. As when I was there in 1976, we helped to do this path, um, and it's called Salamanca Way, uh, and we helped do some maintenance on that, some weeding and stuff like that back in 76. So we went on that path and had a good look at that. And we also went up into the the, the, the siege caves and did the, 
the tour up there, which was really good. So my advice is if you ever get to Gibraltar, there's some things that you've got to go and do. That's go up the mountain on a cable car. Don't run up it uh, like we used to have to. We weren't allowed to use a cable car. We had to run up the up the, the rock itself to the top. Go and see the rock apes. That's really good. And the views of up there are fantastic. Go into the caves. Um, and if you get the opportunity, they lay on occasionally concerts in the caves. And they are absolutely fantastic. And the other must see is the siege caves. Uh, from the 1800s where there was a, the 48th foot uh, were one of our predecessor regiments which is why the Royal Anglia regiments still have links with Gibraltar and the Gibraltar regiment so anyway come the, the Tuesday uh, and we got down to the airport and we're going to fly out we booked a flight with Monarch back from Gibraltar to Luton Sandra was absolutely petrified of this flight. She was absolutely pooing herself. Anyway, we got on the flight. I held her hand. She almost broke my, my, my fingers, squeezing as we were taking off. And we got up in the air. They came around with some drinks and whatnot and a, and a sandwich. By the time we got to Luton, she says, I don't know why, I was so bothered about flying. Anyway, the next flight that we actually took, we went to Beijing. But that's another story for another time. So we got back uh, and Sandra got back to work and that was it. That trip was done and I moved on. So my six trips to Morocco, uh, out of the six trips I did, five went absolutely to, to plan, no issues whatsoever. The last one, because Sandra came on it, it all went pitong. But there you go. If you've enjoyed this series, please share it with your friends. And thank you for listening.